Hey, what's up, folks? It's me, Ken Ledesma, and welcome to another episode of the Nirvana Experience. Um, two weeks ago, I did an episode called Heal the World, where I basically talked about, you know, stuff that we can do to heal the environment and stuff like that. But uh, this time, I want to, you know, expand more on it and, you know, describe, you know, my actual love for the earth and, you know, talk about what I love about it and shit like that. Uh, apparently, I have a lot of people who listen to the show that actually like love to hear my insights on it. So uh, this this like I'm this 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 episode gonna be here the world part two. This is gonna be my last time talking about you know what I'm saying my my feelings and thoughts about it. So I'm gonna go on and get it out. And like I said, this this be kind of therapy for me, and I like and I like that y'all sit here and let me you know talk to y'all. Um. I'm gonna tell y'all what made me realize that um, I really love like nature and shit like that. So when I was young, I say about eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Um, I used to always go over to my auntie and uncle house, and in their neighborhood, they lived in a nice, nice little neighborhood in East Memphis, over there off Riverdale and. Uh, Winchester. Uh, anybody from Memphis know what I'm talking about. You know, uh, is in uh, right over there with a neighborhood Walmart in the Kroger and shit. And if you pass the Kroger and the neighborhood Walmart, go through the light. There's some houses in the gated community back towards that way. And my whole life, even to this day, they still, you know, they lived over there. They still live over there to this day. Um, it, it was in that in a particular part of the gated community they lived in. It was a lake back there for the whole neighborhood. And I remember growing up at that lake, people used to go fishing. It used to be a playground over there where kids used to play at the park. Um, it used to be uh, every 4th of July, we used to have uh, celebrate the 4th of July and watch the fireworks show. It was a long trail that people used to ride their bikes on and walk the trail and stuff for exercise and shit like that. And every time I used to go over there for the weekend, I remember riding my bike down there to the park and i remember sitting there one of the benches and in that water it was a lot of it was a lot of wildlife out there like ducks and swans and stuff like that and they had like a little machine like one of the machines that you put a quota in and you can feed the ducks and the swans and stuff and um i used to always be scared to do that shit but i had saw somebody it was a kid right by my age i saw them put a quarter in get some of the little food out and the ducks walked up to him and they was eating them out of the hand and stuff. And, and I ain't see them crying enough. So I, I guess it's like, it didn't hurt. So I went back home, asked my uncle for 50 cent. He asked me, what do I need 50 cent for? I told him I want to feed the ducks. And, um, so he was like, okay, I'll come with you. So he came down here to the lake with me. Um, put, I put 50 cent in the machine. He got a lot of duck food. And I was outside feeding the ducks and stuff, and I was throwing some of the food in the water so the swans can get them, because swans are fucking big up close and personal. So, and I remember sitting back, sitting on the hill. Um, it was in the middle of the summer. It was around like six, almost seven, and the sun was starting to set a little bit. 
not quite, but just a little bit. And I remember sitting right there and just watching the ducks and the swans be in the water. And I remember just looking at the water and and, and the animals in the water. I'm like, man, just I I, it, I felt serenity. Like I felt serene. Like I felt at peace. And that's when I started realizing that I like nature and, and animals and stuff. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't like rodents personally, like rats and mice and stuff in the house, like outside in the, in the wild, in the fields and stuff, let them be. But I don't like that shit in the house. But other than that, I love like all animals and stuff like that. And, um, I remember like, I, I was sitting here talking to uh, Jay about it. And, you know, we were giving each other like bouncing ideas about what we should talk about on TNE this week. And he said, he said something that made me remember, just remember that time. And I'm like, man, and, and then I remember growing it like from that moment on all, all the way up until my teenage years. I used to go outside in them environments and stuff. Cause like if I'm being under this over there, what I kind of like where the people who got like a little money live at. And like when you be out there in nature, sometimes you like, you can truly find yourself. Like I never been on a hike before. It's like as far as going through like mountains and shit like that. But she's just taking a walk and just admiring what the Lord created and stuff like that. You can like find yourself a little bit. And uh like being in the house alone, like like for instance, you can be in the house all day. Then you be like, man, I need to go outside. Like when you go outside, you can feel that fresh air, especially if you're around some water, like a body of water, that that the air feel different. I don't know what it is about it, but it just it just feel different. It's it stimulates your senses. Look, I, what I realized that like being in natural environments, like outside and shit, it can stimulate your senses. Like, and it can like you can smell certain things. You see different colors and stuff. Um, I don't recommend people just go outside and just start touching shit. But like, you can like hear different sounds. Like, have you ever been to sleep? Well, uh, been trying to go to sleep and you won't like white noise in the background like when i say white noise i mean like let's say like the sounds of nature like when it's raining and it's thunderstorming you can hear the rain and shit like that or it can be like nighttime you hear the crickets cricket uh making noise i'm gonna do crickets creak or do crickets chirp what do crickets do like creak don't it i don't know i sound dumb <laughs> But you hear crickets do whatever they do, and like, like, like this, this like calming noises to help you sleep. You know what I'm saying? And and it's just something about like being up at six in the morning, and you walking outside, and you can see the sun peeking through the through the trees and shit, and through the through the leaves and shit. Like it's just something about it. And um, one thing I used to always find myself doing. Even to this day, I still do. I'd be sitting outside. I'd be sitting outside, and I look at squirrels, and I watch how squirrels like move around and go about their day. And I watch them look for food and nothing, all that type of shit. And I see, I see squirrels finding shit to eat, and then climb up in the tree and do what they do and all that type of shit, and just be so, so fascinated by it. 
even by the um I don't want to say the word wrong. What is it? The flora? Like, ain't just how you like talk about the flowers and shit? Bro, seeing sunflowers and daffodils and shit like that. I live in Memphis. You don't really see too many, like, places like that. But it's it's places out here where, like, you can uh go and see, like, nature and it'd be pretty. What's the name of that place? The Botanical Garden? I remember going there when I was young, younger and just had the time of my life. Um, sometimes, sometimes going outside, just, you know, it, it just helps you unwind. Like it's been time where I be in the house. I'm like, man, I'm just, I'm just going to chill. But then I go outside. Let me go outside. I sit outside on the porch. Like, you know how people go outside and sit on the porch and they don't even have to be on the phone with nobody. They just go outside and just sit on the porch and just, just be chilling because they just unwind and they just thinking about shit. And, uh, it's relaxing. Like that's why people do it, especially older people. That's why they go outside and sit on the porch. It's it's, it's good to disconnect from like uh, social media and your phone and all that type of shit. And just go outside and just sit and just take in what God created. It's therapeutic. Like it's therapeutic for a lot of people. Um, I remember it, it was times where I sat outside and had my phone writing up uh drafts and and stuff for uh tne like coming up with brainstorm like brainstorming ideas for topics to talk about for uh tne and stuff like that and i'll be texting uh jay see what he thinking all that type of stuff because like i like i tell people it's a you know me and him collaborate on this project um even though you know y'all hear from me most of the time uh, i always say that this both for our show, me and Jay. Uh, I'm going to sidetrack a little bit, all right? So, when it comes down to the Nirvana experience, in the in the early days of me even just coming up with the idea just for the name of it, me and him was bouncing ideas uh, for, like, for names for the show. And we came up with some crazy-ass names. I can't remember none of them off the top of my head, but... He was the only person that I was talking to, you know, out of my group that was like giving me feedback and we like and we just like taking it serious. Like he giving me ideas. I'm I'm getting bouncing my ideas off him. And he coming up with names and shit like that. Like and, and it still like go into to this day, like to this day. Like the cover art for the show each season, the theme song that y'all hear at the beginning and the end of each episode, like that's all Jay. Um, it's a team thing, like so. Like, I always say this both eyes show because he, you know, he do the stuff on the social media side as far as like TikTok go and stuff like that. So, like, bruh, this is both eyes show. Y'all just hear from me the most because you know this is what I want to do. I always want to talk to people and you know, you know, get my thoughts out and just have fun. But um. I had to sidetrack and talk about that because, you know, it, it was just on my mind. But um, back to what I was saying, it used to be times where I sit outside and, you know, it, it's nice weather. It's not too cold. It's not too hot. The wind ain't blowing. Mosquitoes ain't out. It's perfect. And I can sit outside and just brainstorm ideas for TNE and we can talk about and everything. Then we just, you know what I'm saying, just bounce ideas off each other. Like, Nature can help you with that, bro. And and I and I love that shit. And um, 
bro, it'll just be times where I watched like uh, uh, the documentaries on on wildlife, and I'm like, man. Even though I'm seeing like the animals like kind of struggling in their own way, like do what they gotta do to survive, it's still like like it's still it's still majestic in a way, you know what I'm saying? Especially like when they show like hawks and eagles fly and they just be like they wings don't be flapping and they, and the camera just be watching them watching them just fly, they just be soaring in there and just be soaring and just be floating around like just I'm like, bruh. This, this shit majestic as hell. Like, it made me, like, I used to have an imagination so big when I was young. I'm like, man, I wish I can, like, fly out there with birds and shit. And then, um, I started watching anime and became a big Dragon Ball fan. And was like, man, shit, I could turn Super Saiyan and then fly with them, like, with the birds and stuff in the sky. And then, you know, it just started, you know, my imagination just started going crazy. But um, that's why, like, Michael Jackson, his songs, like, I always tell people I love all Michael Jackson songs. And I used to, I used to then like childhood, but now I don't like it. But his songs with the message about healing the world, like, heal the world, um, man in the mirror, that's more about a song about mankind, but heal the world, an earth song, like, earth song hit different. Because at the beginning of the like the music video, I mean at the end of the music video, I mean short film for Earth Song, this was back in '95. He was you know trying to promote the message of saving the Amazon, uh, the rainforest, and that was twenty some years ago. Um, I believe that we should keep all our, our all our trees and everything natural for the you know for the animals for the ecosystem for us. Like I said last, two weeks ago. Bro, we need this shit. Like, it's a reason why this stuff's like be in the ecosystem. Everything is there for a reason. Ants are in the ecosystem for a reason. Bugs, certain bugs are in the ecosystem for a reason. Uh, it's a reason um, when squirrels and chipmunks and shit get uh, nuts and stuff, and they bury them and they forget about them. They spring it to no other trees and shit. Like all this shit, like bounce off each other. That's why in the Lion King. Now that I'm older, when Mufasa was teaching Simba about the circle of life, it makes sense. You know what I'm saying? And I just, I just love, I just love that part in the movie because, because first of all, The Lion King is my favorite movie of all time. So when, 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 what's the name? When Mufasa was teaching Simba about the circle of life, it, it just stuck with me, and I always remember that. And um, what he say? What he say to uh, Simba? He was like, uh, "The antelope eat the grass." Like I know the, I know the, I know the movie. Uh, but I'm forgetting it off my, off top of my head. I'm dumb here. You know what I can do? I can um uh, talk about it. Uh, I can play it. Let's see. Let's see. I can't play it. Let's see. All right. So what I'm going to do is play it.
That's what I'm about to do. I'm about to play it. We're going to show this entire screen. I want y'all to hear. I want y'all to hear this. I love episodes like this. Look, Simba. Everything the light touches is our kingdom. Wow. A king's time as ruler rises and falls like the sun. One day, Simba, the sun will set on my time here and will rise with you as the new king. And this will all be mine? Everything. Everything the light touches. What about that shadowy place? That's beyond our borders. You must never go there, Simba. But I thought a king can do whatever he wants. Oh, there's more to being king than getting your way all the time. There's more? <laughs> Simba. Everything you see exists together in a delicate balance. As king, you need to understand that balance and respect all the creatures, from the crawling ant to the leaping antelope. But Dad, don't we eat the antelope? Yes, Simba, but let me explain. When we die, our bodies become the grass, and the antelope eat the grass. And so, we are all connected in the great circle. Perfect explanation. Perfect. We all connected in the great circle of life. That's why. This, that's why that movie is one of my favorite movies of all time, bro. That, that movie just hit different. Like, I, I just love that movie. But um, yeah, man. Like um, like I was saying, like I just it's at the point now where it's at the point now where like in my head. This this what I think in my head. I truly believe that, like, like right now, I truly believe that the our Earth is in fucked up shape. Mankind, not this, not even, this, not even a black or white thing. I'm just talking about mankind in general. Mankind in general has completely demolished the Earth. The air ain't clean. The water ain't clean. We like we have to have machines and do shit to make water clean now, like. I really did believe that, like, I don't, like, honestly, I don't know what it take. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what it would take for the, for me to see, like, wildlife, uh, marine life, like, all this shit to, to flourish because animals are going extinct at a high rate on land and in sea. Uh, it, it's just a lot of stuff going on because they habitats are getting taken away from them. Uh Mankind is building stuff and like tearing down trees and building buildings in places where they don't fucking supposed to be. And I understand that, like sometimes it can be the betterment for humans, but sometimes you gotta take a step back and just look at me like, man, like what the fuck are we doing? That's why I be so fascinated. Like not, not like I said, don't get me wrong. I said this two weeks ago on Hear the World Part One. As much as I love animals in the earth in general, I believe that certain animals are put for here for us to hunt to eat to survive. Same thing that animals do to each other. Like you got prey and you got predators. So when you go on a hunt and you and you hunt an elk or 
or a certain type of deer when you kill it you know what i'm saying it's 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 like like i say that's majestic with like it's within itself because it's this show called man uh meat eater on netflix uh steven ranella is the is the host of the show and he be hunting animals and i learned so much from hunting from watching his show on netflix and uh what he do is he uh he hunts different animals but he he records the whole process of the hunt the preparation actually going out there to the location where he's supposed to go uh uh the process of laying low and hiding and baiting the animal out and make sure you get one clean shot so the animal can like you know die like humanely and he showed it like but and then one thing i love about the show when he do get a big like a big buck like a big deer like a male deer or something like that or whatever he hunting before they start uh skinning it to get the skin and and, and cut the meat up he sit there and talk about the animal like like and, and admire the animal and stuff like that and it always fascinated me like because like bro at the end of the day moose elk all animals like that oh those some big tank ass animals bro but we need them to eat like me personally i never had no moose before but i seen him hunt a moose before but i see like i see here and watch him and then they actually show him skinning the animal like skinning and cutting the, um, the, the, the pieces up and putting the, the, the big chunks of meat in the bag and putting it in his backpack and shit. They actually show all this. So I love watching shit like that. But uh, when it comes down to hunting, I don't believe in overhunting. I don't believe in, you know what I'm saying? It's just like hunting for no reason, like hunt to eat. But it's millions and billions of people on earth. So hunting... <sighs> We gotta do something because like I'm not a vegetarian myself, and my favorite food is chicken. So they have to go out there and you know what I'm saying kill the chicken to for me to be able to eat what I want to eat, you know. So yeah, so I, I it 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 be it be confusing me because I want the earth to be in perfect balance, but from the way mankind is, not, it'll never be in perfect balance. You know what I'm saying? So like weather, like. It can be in the middle of winter and feel like spring. Now, how you in the middle of winter and don't need a jacket on outside? Like, so like it's a lot of stuff that's in our climate that's that's fucking with the seasons and stuff like that. Cause I, I just know like a hundred, two hundred years ago, the earth wasn't perfect then, but food quality was different and the weather uh quality was different. It just, I just, I don't know. It just, it, it, it'd be hard for me to express how I feel about about stuff like this because I've been criticized for it for so long. Well, not really. I hold it in because I, I had, I got criticized about it when I was younger and it embarrassed me so bad that, you know what I'm saying, I never talk about it. And now that I'm talking about it with y'all, it's kind of hard for me to express like what I'm truly feeling. Because where I grew up at, people don't you don't hear people talking about the environment. You don't hear people talking about loving animals and 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 nature and shit like that. 
and people who li- people who know me personally will listen to this episode and hear the War Part One, and and be completely shocked by me even saying this shit because they probably didn't even know this about me because I, I don't go around talking about it or saying it. You know what I'm saying? So like, it just it just it just it's one of those things where like, damn, how can I I express myself? And, and that's what and that's what I came and like came across just now because it's hard for me to express myself with this. Um, all, all y'all need to know is like, at the end of the day, like I said before, I want the world to be in perfect balance. Uh, I want animals to thrive. I want us to thrive as people. But at the same time, I don't want us to like to destroy what to destroy what the Most High built. You know, I'm very spiritual, and I believe that God created everything and everything has a reason everything's in balance for a reason and like i said mankind i messed up like mankind i messed up so much shit that it's kind of hard to picture certain places without destruction as far as the environment go and um michael jackson like i said michael jackson earth song is a perfect depiction of that because he's singing and he's showing like parts of the rainfall again tear down People's home can tell that like he always was um, a humanitarian talking about saving the world and healing the world. Not even just people, just like everything in the world. I like saying the earth because people like people are shit. I'm gonna be real with you, mankind is shit. But the earth itself, what we live on, and the animals and the wildlife and the marine life that live on it, they don't have, it's, it's some smart animals, but they don't have the capacity to think like how we do. You know what I'm saying? So what they do is instinct. It is, it's instinct. They hunt to survive. They eat other animals to survive. We do that too in a certain extent, but at the same time, we destroy each other and other shit for the name of money. I mean, for the love of money. So, like, that's why I say it's different. And then we do shit to each other out of pure hatred most times. Animals don't. If a, like, if a lion not hungry or thirsty, a whole bunch of wildebeest can run right past them and they won't even attack them because they're not hungry. They're not starving. But see, us as people can have land and go destroy more land because we want more land because it equals more money. That's why when I say the world, I'm not talking about the world and the people. Like, I'm really just talking about the earth itself, like the actual planet and um, stuff like that. Y'all, y'all might not believe me, but growing up, I used to it used to come on real late at night sometimes. But it used to come on Cartoon Network in the afternoon, but I mainly saw it late at night. Um, it's this cartoon called Captain Planet. I used to love that fucking show. I used to have a um, a Captain Planet toy. Uh, it came in a Bur- in a Burger King kids meal, and uh, it used to be silver. Like it used to be all silver, and uh, you couldn't move the joints like the arms and the legs and stuff. But it was real detailed, and you could tell that it was Captain Planet, and it was silver and it was metal. Right? They used to be one of my favorite toys. I used to just like pick it up and look at it. But uh, Captain Planet used to be one of my favorite. Favorite, 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 favorite cartoon growing up besides Eddie and Eddie. 
because Eddie Nene was my favorite cartoon of all time. But uh, Captain Planet was my was my second favorite cartoon, and I and I used to always watch it when it came on. And then it had the best theme song ever. It had the best theme song ever, and I and I used to love that shit. Oh, I still. <laughs> I'm still connected, so I'm, I'm gonna play a little bit of it because I don't know if I can get copyright strike. So I'm just play a tad bit of it because uh, <laughs> I really did. I really did want to hear that, John. Because I used I used to love I used to love that, and that's that's another reason why I used to uh, love watching uh, Captain Planet because they like that show came on in the '90s. I don't even think I was born yet when that show originally was airing on show. I mean, on on air, on Cartoon Network, and the main thing I liked about it, it was different kids from different races, different parts of the world, and they they had these rings, they had these rings that had different elements of the earth: fire, water, uh, love, fire, water, wind, and something else. It was it was, it was five of them, and when when stuff got too tough and they couldn't do it themselves. They'll put the ring in the air and yell out the element that they had, and a beam will come out the ring, and Captain Planet will uh, be formed, and he'll come and save the day. And I used to, I used to love that show, and I used to, and then one reason why I used to love that show because that theme song slap, bro. Like, bro, that 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 theme song slap. I ain't gonna sound lie. I want to play that joint. <laughs> Your power is mine. I am Captain Planet. Captain Planet. He's a hero. Gonna take pollution down to zero. He's a power. Man. Man. Bruh. That was my shit. That was my shit growing up. I, I love that cartoon. And just seeing and just seeing it now. I just got hit with a fucking a, a huge wave of nostalgia, bro. Just seeing it and just hearing it. Kind of remember being a kid, like like around by like nine at night just watching this shit like i don't know why it used to come on so late like that it used to come on late at night late at night and in the afternoon on cartoon network i never forget this shit and i used to love watching this shit and i remember me and my brother sandor we used to watch this shit and i used to always say i want to be uh wheeler that's the dude with the fire because i used to always like 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 the fire and shit and, and all that type of shit and i used to love this shit and um and that shit just that shit just brought back memories, bro. God damn. But like I said, this been I've, I've been feel I've been I've been living this shit for a long time, for a long time. Um, to close out, me talking about the world, the earth. I mean, God made this earth to provide for us. And from his point of view, to make everything perfect. When the earth was first formed, everything was perfect. Everything was balanced. Everything was perfect the way it was supposed to be. Fast forward thousands and thousands of years later, the earth is still here. But she is uh, is, uh, hurting right now. 
I don't know why I refer to the Earth as a as a girl, but I, I really think the Earth is a girl. Like they like they just in my head, but never mind it. The Earth is hurting; she hurting, and everything that's in, that inhabit the Earth. You know what I'm saying? I I always say animals are the only thing that's doing what it's supposed to do. Animals and insects. They are literally doing what they put on Earth to do, and that's to be the animals. Now, primates, on the other hand, monkeys and stuff like that, I don't know about them because is, them niggas, they, they, they smart, and they that these folks don't come up with these moves like Planet of the Apes for no reason because these primates, bro, they just one step from being from us, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, these, 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 these monkeys and shit, they, all right, these folks start evolving and becoming more and more intelligent. That'll be some scary shit. But, um, the earth is for us to like to share, to live here together. Uh, we might as well do our part, because like Mufasa was told, was explaining the symbol. When we when they die, the body become the grave. When we die, if we don't get cremated, we get put in the ground, and we go back into the earth. Uh, insects, like as, as gross as this may sound, but the insects and all the stuff in the ground we've we would basically become fertilizer for like a lot of stuff our flesh deteriorate and go back into the earth and that's the way it was designed this will make it perfect it will make it divine and um i know i probably don't live long enough to see like the state of the like the earth to like marine life flourish animals and shit like just be not going extinct, not on the vulnerable side of uh, the what's the thing. So it, it just, it just, I just want stuff to be like normal. You know what I'm saying? Like how it's supposed to be. But it'll never be like that, not in my lifetime, because because of corporate greed, just for, because of greed in general. Like I explained earlier, these folks can have land, but we're going to destroy other parts of the world, of the earth, and destroy like, um, parts of the wilderness to make and create more land. So uh one day I, I just I know for a fact. I know for a fact deep down in my soul that one day the earth is gonna be restored back into its perfect um perfect state. She'll have a chance to restart. I'm not gonna be around physically to see it, but I know for a fact the earth is going to be perfect once again. Everything will be in balance. It's not going to be no overhunting. Animals going to be in abundance. Everything going to be how it's supposed to be. We'll be able to coexist with animals except for the ones that we hunt to eat. But everything, everything going to be perfect. And, um, and closing and saying that, if you can, just do what you can to you know make the earth a better place. Um. I have some people that want to come on TNE, but I'm not too sure if I if I will let them come on. I have some I have some people who I'm real cool with, and not they're not close friends or anything like that, and they women. So I was telling them about the Nirvana experience. They want to come on and experience what it's like being on the podcast because what they said was, I don't want to be on camera or something like that. I was like, but TNE, we don't record the actual uh, 
us in the studios and stuff. I'm gonna start there pretty soon. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get it started. Where when I, when I'm sitting at the desk and recording, I'm gonna record the uh, video and the audio. But I haven't made it to that point yet. But uh, they want to come on and talk about different. What they want to do basically is have a debate about the double standards between men and women. Um, I don't mind doing it. I really don't. But at the same time, I just think that's kind of played out. Um, a lot of podcasts now are Red Pill podcasts, and if you don't know what Red Pill podcast is, those are the podcasts that they 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 say they telling the truth about everything. Like, for instance, many many people know about Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate and his brother Trishan Tate will be considered Red Pill content, where they talk about the difference between men and women, telling men to wake up, <clears throat> telling men to wake up. Go to the gym, make money because women don't really like you, and women are some of the most meanest creatures on earth, and all the type of stuff. And no lie, some red pill content be true to a certain extent, but you know what I'm saying? It just it depends on the situation, on the people that you meet. I made a whole episode about the modern day woman problem. Uh, that you know that episode performed fairly well, and a lot of people agree with me with my points on that episode, but. Outside of that, I don't know. I don't know if I want to. I really, I really don't know, because I really did feel like it's played out talking about the differences between men and women. Because at the end of the day, men need women, and women need men. Point blank. Period. Now, if you're a homosexual or anything like that. Me personally, I'm not into that, so that's y'all thing. But people need people in general. Don't nobody want to be lonely and not having that person that they can come home to. Um, Humans are wired to want affection and physical touch and intimacy. And after a while, when you become so lonely, you'll want to settle for anything. You know what I'm saying? And that's what a lot of a lot of us do. Um I've, I always say, I always say men date who they can, women date who they want, men marry who they want, and women marry who they can. That's the difference. And everybody like, why is like that? These are complicated questions, but the answers are stupid simple. Be with who want to be with you. When you're a dude and you try to convince a girl to like you and stuff like that, from my understanding, a woman know if she want to talk to you within the first couple of minutes of you talking to her. I don't know how true that is, but a lot of different women tell me that. It's complete folly to talk to a woman who's showing zero, little to zero effort in talking to you or showing that she want to talk to you or like you. Because at the end of the day, to her, you just became either a pluck, a simp, or somebody who she can get free food off of or anything like that, and you'll get stuck in the friend zone. Men have to let their intention be known up front. I ain't trying to be in no friend zone. I'm trying to be your man. If she ain't with it, it's cool to be cool with it, but don't don't let yourself get friends on. Don't do that shit. 
because once you're in the friend zone, it's over with. You you it's like you stuck in there. Now some niggas on got their way out the friend zone and got with the woman, but nah. Don't let yourself get friend zone, bro. Know your worth, bro. Don't have her string and then some of these women know that you love them and like them or whatever, whatever. And will intentionally string you along so they can always have somebody to talk to. Now it's not like that in all situations, in all friendships and stuff like that, but bro, these women they be knowing. They know. And and in the back of your mind, you be like, man, I'm I'm just still be friends with her. Maybe one day when she ain't talking to that nigga, maybe I could just slide in and stuff like that. That's the worst type of mindset to have, my brother. That's the, that's the worst type of mindset to have. Because if you thinking like that, you'll forever be by yourself if you ain't out here talking to other women. Because the whole time she got you in a friend zone, she talking to somebody else, she probably fucking somebody else and all that type of shit. And, and while you sitting up thinking about it, thinking about your life together, she getting up black, blown out, biting on pillars and putting on sheets and shit. Don't do that shit to yourself because you might be missing out on the one that you're supposed to be with. So I say it's cool to be cool with it, but don't let yourself get friend zone because when you when you realize you're in the friend zone, just strictly be friends with Don't even try to talk to her no more because at that point, she don't see you like that. She'll hit you with some shit like, I see you as a brother or something like that. And that's the worst thing a dude can hear because that shit, somebody hit me with that before and I'm like, oh shit, what the fuck? And I had to move on. Like, man, I ain't even let you say that shit to me. I'm trying to fuck some. My bad, I ain't mean to say that. <laughs> but that's what, but that was, that was my thought process about 10 years ago when she said that. But, um, yeah, don't let yourself get friends on. Bruh, how did I go from talking about hitting the earth to being friends on? Like, that, that's one thing I love about the Nirvana experience, bro. We can talk about some of everything, and the conversation just go where it go. Um, look, the episode with J. Jamal Part Seven. Uh, cheers. Uh, thank you. That that performed good. My y'all be showing up. My the Nirvanas be showing out, bro. Showing up and showing out. I always say at the end of every episode, I appreciate y'all so much because y'all don't understand how much I truly do appreciate y'all. Like I truly do, like y'all truly do mean a lot to me. Um, I never understood when I'm not even a celebrity or anything like that. But when celebrities be like, "I love my fans," without y'all, I'm none. Like that shit is so true. Like, like if y'all didn't listen to my show, I probably wouldn't have the confidence to keep doing it. I would have still kept doing it, but I probably wouldn't have the confidence to like keep doing it as on a regular basis as I do it. Man, I, I upload and record. I make sure I record TNE every fucking week because I know I, from what I'm seeing, I'm seeing this folk that's looking forward to the content. You know what I'm saying? I, I see folk that's like looking forward to hearing us talk about what we talk about, especially when Raquel and Jay Jamal be on. So, like, I tell y'all, like, I appreciate y'all because, man, bro, I do. Um, we a team, bro. We all from the same village. We all of us are Nirvanians, bro. All of us, we we won that. And uh, like I said, to the people who are re- reoccurring listeners, man, I appreciate y'all because like every week y'all take y'all time out, and you know y'all looking for the TNE, and I and I appreciate that. Uh, to the new people that's coming to listen to the show for the first time, I appreciate y'all for checking us out because uh. 
You didn't have to. Uh, I hope the content was good enough for you to, you know, stick around for next week. Uh, I may not be for everybody. This this platform may not be for everybody. This show not may, may not be for everybody. You know, everybody got their own taste. Um, I'm not trying to force nobody to like the Nirvana experience. If you fuck with me, you fuck with me. If you don't, okay, that's cool too. Um, in about two weeks, Survivor Series happened. And the day after Survivor Series, J.J. Jamal going to be back on there. So this is the quickest amount of, well, this is the shortest amount of time from the time he came on the show to his next appearance is going to be. So two weeks, within two weeks, J.J. Jamal will be back on TND. We'll talk about Survivor Series and talk about some other stuff. As always, he's going to bring his health bit. Uh, I don't know what else he's going to talk about. But, uh, yeah, he's going to be coming back on here. Man, it's going to be his seventh appearance on TND. He's the most reoccurring uh, person that's on the show so far. Um, as always, I appreciate all who listen. I appreciate the fans. Uh, check us out on the socials on TND Beyond. That's for everything. Uh, X, which was Twitter, uh, TikTok. Uh, I think we got a Facebook. I, I'm not sure. I don't remember. Uh, Jay Jamal, he's in the process of creating a, a Discord page, a, sub, a Reddit page, so we can reach out and uh, communicate to y'all on sub, on the subreddits and on Discord. And, um, yeah, man, I'll see y'all next week. Peace. Mm-hmm.